Welcome, everybody, to the Unassisted Slapshot Podcast. I am your host, Jay Biggie. Alongside me to the left is Devin Leach, right? Joseph Ottman. Uh, yeah. We've got a great show for you guys tonight. It's Stanley Cup Finals, baby! Woo! Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, Montreal Canadiens. We're in. It's official. Wait. Series starts Monday. No, that can't be because someone told me that Montreal was going to be eliminated in five games. There's, there I don't it? know what idiot said that. <laughs> I hope he's not on this show. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a travesty. Hope he's not an analyst on this show. <laughs> um, no, we got a we got the series starting tomorrow. Well, it'll probably be technically today when we put this out. So, um, but big series start, and I'm really excited. Uh, how are you? You guys excited? Yeah, man, you got those uh the, those pre-series jitters. So, you know, I've this is my fourth Stanley Cup final as a Lightning fan, so. Yeah, Joseph's excited, right? Oh man! Oh, after being at Game Seven, it was—it's just unbelievable. I, I do gotta ask you before before we go on for the joke. Like, I know you went to the game. Like, it sounded loud on the radio because I was driving. Like, how can you describe the sound level in that in that arena that night? It was definitely one of the loudest experience I've had in any sporting event I've ever been to. And I went to the Knicks Hawks game this year in the playoffs. That was pretty loud, but this exceeds that. You know, I was there in the building for Wade Boggs' 3,000 hit. That's probably what's comparable to this. But wow. nothing beat what I what I witnessed on uh, Friday night. In fairness, that Knicks Hawks game was in Atlanta. So that's not, let's not go too far. You were MSG. But, you know, it was loud. I, give, I will give Atlanta <laughs> fans credit, man. They were really loud. For how much crap I give Atlanta fans every year, they were good. I got to give them credit. But, yeah, nothing beat what I witnessed on Friday. Yeah, Tampa fans are definitely dedicated to their lightning for sure. So, um, well, I mean, first off, let's break it down real quick before we dive into the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, that game seven between the Islanders and Lightning, I mean, you guys called it, which is phenomenal. So, great job by you guys. You both said it was going to be a shutout. Devin, you said McDonough was going to be a star. Uh, Joseph, you said, you know, um, Yanni Gord was going to be a star. Both of you nailed that one. So, great job on that. Um, just if they had hit some empty netters, you guys probably would have hit that one too. So. <laughs> Hey, but apparently. I'll take it. I hey. did say, but, uh, I say Yanni Gore was going to get the game-winning goal. I called it. The big cat shows up in big games, man. It, it's it's kind of a known thing around here. I mean, that's what four straight games with the shutout when it's when it's a serious clinching game. No other goalie's ever done that. That's, that's a, impressive. I mean, still young. Yeah. So, still young, I mean, so that's uh, yeah. I mean, you guys sent the Islanders packing. Congratulations on that. That was huge. Um, did I mean, let's be honest though, nobody saw a shorthanded goal being the only goal, right? Nah, that's the first, that's the only, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think about that though. The way the series went though, where the power play wasn't really as big of a factor as you thought it would be, 
and then the game was decided. If you, if I would have told you, Joe, before the game, the game was going to be one nothing, and the team that was on the power play was going to lose the game, would you have believed me? <laughs> Probably not. Man. Probably <laughs> it was not. The, wasn't it the only power play too? Like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think only so. Power was, play in the game. It was the only know, power play in the game. I'll give it to you know I I whipped the refs up in the last game in the last episode and they let them play. I'll give it to them. They let it was there was fast moving and that was that was it was a fast game. That well, was that was my play. point. That was my point. Is that Devin, you said last episode that they've been letting them play all series long, all all playoffs long. Really, so, I mean one one power play. I mean you you nailed it on the head. So and um, the power play was warranted. That was a dumb move. That. That was a terrible cross-check and broad in front of everybody. You had to make that call. And that's the only egregious moment of that game. I thought both teams played a very disciplined and well-played game in Game 7. You know, and the one mistake that the Islanders had was they didn't catch the guy coming off the bench. And Yanni Gord put it in there, and that was the game. Uh, I, I will say this. I mean, uh, are we going into the Hab series yet or no? We're gonna wait. We can, yeah. No, I mean, we don't have to cover the last game too much. I mean, it was one nothing. There wasn't that much excitement. <laughs> yeah, we can go into this Stanley Cup final. Okay, so well, so the Montreal has gone 13 straight games without allowing a power play goal. That's 30 straight power play kills. Ooh, that. And just so you know, and the Lightning's power play is at 37.7%. So you already know where I'm going for the X Factor of this series. <laughs> it's right there. It's <laughs> written in white and black. <laughs> like I, I that's where the game's gonna be. That's where it's gonna be decided well, right there. Like <laughs> Well, we're definitely gonna get into an X Factor. We're gonna break it down piece by piece. Uh first factor the first part of the of the uh series I wanna go off of is uh both offenses like who, who's going to be the big offensive uh production production person um for each team like who do you think is going to be really shining for both teams on the offensive side of the ice well, i think it goes to fast it's gonna be the fastest two guys on the ice and they happen to be on the ice probably at the same time just cofield and and point and i think i think that's where it's going to start and end <laughs> i think both those guys alone well joe who do you think is going to be productive on the offensive side well, I think for the Lightning, he said it. Great in point. I mean, he's been unbelievable. His playoffs, his streak ended in Game Seven, but before that, he was on an incredible run, and he's been the guy to make the offense go for the Lightning. Although I think this series, you're going to see um, Philip Deneau. Deneau, he's going to you know be on him a lot, so he's probably going to give him a lot of headaches. So that should leave guys like Kucherov to have more chances because he's going to be focusing on point. So I think that's something we need to watch in this series. Yeah. I mean, and, and another another guy you need to really look out, especially on that top line, the guy that, that has been known to give the lightning fits over the years is Brendan Gallagher. He's 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 a guy that he's he's their Yanni Gord, but I'm gonna be real. He, that's probably the best way I can compare him that he's a gritty player, he'll he'll battle with anybody, and he's just always under your skin. Okay. Well, who, who's got the – I mean, I pretty much know the answer to this, but, I mean, who's got the offensive edge when it comes to both teams? Like, which team has the offensive edge? Is it the Lightning or the Canadians? Definitely Tampa. I mean – Not even close. So, the Canadians, this is going to be the first time that they're going to actually face a team that all four of their lines are legit. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Lightning, you think about it, the Lightning's, I think, third or fourth line. You could be like, okay, maybe, maybe that line's not as good, but – 
I mean, they're the Lightning. Three out of their four lines are most likely a one or two line on any other team in the hockey league right now. So. Yeah, and, and the Lightning going to be the first team Montreal faces in these playoffs that doesn't have a big center missing. Think about it. The first round, John Tavares got hurt. The second uh-huh. round, Mark Shifley with a suspension. And then the last round, they did, um, Vegas didn't have Chandler Stevenson. So you've got Lightning having their top four centers in the game. It's going to be a different uh, hill to climb for Montreal. Not saying they can't do it, but that's a tough task against any with any team, not just Montreal, just any team that faces the Lightning. you got four solid fo- centers you got to go against. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic point. That's a really good point pointing out that they haven't played a, th- a starting center in any of their series, and now to go against one of the best team, one of the best teams that has sent like top centers in the league. Um, that's definitely going to be a hardcore, a hardcore matchup. Um, all right, so obviously Tampa has the better offense. Defensively, I mean Montreal's been out of their mind. I mean who's who's going to step up big on the defensive side for both teams? I'll let you go first, go. All right, so. I, from what I've seen from these players, Shea Weber's going to step up, man. But it's not them. they got a big four with the defensemen. They're really good on Montreal's defense. And that's going to give the Lightnings a lot of fit. Now, for the Lightning, they have to have better play from Hedman. I know Hedman's looked a step slow. I'm pretty sure he's nursing a really bad injury that they're holding back on. But he's got to step up. McDonough's been great. Um, I'd like when Shen played, I liked what I saw from him. But, you know, he lost his rotation when uh, Sernak came back. But you got to have a big series from Sernak and Runa. Ruda. I think those are the two defensemen that got to really step up in the finals. Sargachev, he's going to have something to play for because this is his former team. So I think he's going to be a big part in the defense in the series. He wants to show him, hey, you traded me for Drew, and I'm going to show you why you made the mistake. I think that's going to be big this series. Yeah, and Druin's out, right? He got hurt a long time MIA. ago, right? He's, he's a head case, and he's MIA, MIA right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for me, I mean, uh, he's got, you know, obviously Joe Chester and all, you know, got Hedman, Ruda, McDonough, Cerniak. My one's Savard. I think Savard is going to have a big series to be on it. They brought him in for this, you know, to be that. Actually, I think Savard is going to be, he has, he's been kind of quiet, but he's been picking up lately. Like, he, he's in Gradually getting better. Um, I mean, and then on, on Montreal side, it's <laughs> that that their their top four D linemen are, are just phenomenal. So it's that what people don't realize is that Montreal plays a similar game to what the Islanders play. So if they get a lead, they're gonna try they're gonna try to pretty much quote unquote take the air out of the game or out of the puck. Yeah, but so. that the rest that could be a recipe for disaster. We've yeah. seen the the Lightning do this in the past. Don't forget game one of the 2015 Stanley Cup Finals. They try to nurse that one nothing lead until uh-huh. until the collision with Hedman and uh, Bishop. So you can't do yeah. that. Plus, the Islanders tried doing that when they were up 3 nothing. And if there was a little more time left in that game, I think the Lightning tried that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and it's, just, it's tough, though, you know. <clears throat> one thing that Montreal really did, hasn't faced this postseason is a team with speed and lots of it, and that's what Tampa's got. You know, now let's not discredit what Montreal's done. They've done, they they've done something remarkable. They came back from three to one, then they swept Winnipeg, and then they shocked the world and beat Vegas. Like, they're uh, my opinion, they're playing on house money because they're probably two years ahead of their their curve right now. 
Okay. I like it. A good insight on both sides. Um, all right. The big, I think this is the biggest, uh, the biggest part of both teams. And, I, and I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys say, because obviously goaltending is, is strong on both sides. Uh, I mean, Vasilevsky is obviously a Vesna finalist. And, and uh, Carey Price, I mean, he's, he's been hot all the way through the playoffs. Like we said, like, you know, being hot at the right time compared to just greatness in general. Wh- which one's going to be better this series? Well, I got the playoff numbers for you before we get, before we get there. So Vasi, the playoffs is 12-6. and six. Versus Price at twelve and five, um, and then Bassey's goal against average is at one point nine nine, which is phenomenal, by the way. To Carey Price is two point zero two, right? <laughs> so then we go to sa- how their save percentage, and obviously you know what save percentage is, but if people don't know, it's the amount of saves they make per shots, right? Or like the shot, you know that you know what I mean. Anyways, yeah. so Bassey <laughs> at a point nine three six, incredible. Price point nine or point nine three four, like just they're, they're almost the numbers. It's a they're even. Yeah, they're big. yeah. yeah. <laughs> this and then obviously Vassy with four shutouts to Price's one this postseason. So, but this is it. This is going to be exciting. This is what I wanted. I wanted to see a goalie matchup for the ages. This is one that you might hear down the road as like being one of the best goalie matches ever, because. These are both phenomenal goalies. You got to think when Vasi was coming out of the draft, they compared him to Price. <laughs> so, and then yeah. obviously when Price was coming out, they caught, they said he was the next Brodor. So, but I, I think I think Vasi is the key here because I think Vasi is, is the younger goalie and he's he's won here and he knows what to do to win and we've seen him take take a game away. Joe, what do you think? Carey Price versus Vasi? Who's the Who's coming out on top? Uh, well, I think they're both gonna have phenomenal series. If you ask me, I think they're gonna keep the, they're gonna keep the scoring down. Now, the thing with Montreal is, if their defense plays well, they're not gonna need Price as much. I mean, we've seen it. You know, he 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 has to make unbelievable saves, obviously, but as long as the defense steps up, steps up, that's gonna be huge for Montreal. Now, in the Lightning's case, Vassy um, has stand, stood on his head many times this postseason. We've seen it. Now, he wasn't tested that much in Game 7. And I think the way Game 7 went is how Montreal's offense is going to be. So he's just going to have to make some key saves and pivotal points. Now, I do think Carey Price has a chance to steal a game or two in this series. But it's going to come down to, you know, can the defense block enough shots of the lightning to where Price doesn't have to stand on his head every single game because it's going to tire him out. I mean, that's any goaltender. Once you're under siege, you know, you can only do so much. Yeah, It's kind of crazy, though, And when you think about it, Montreal, because any other non-COVID year or coronavirus pandemic year, these two teams are playing in the same conference, the same division and the same conference. Now they're playing in the Stanley Cup final. We'll never see this again. Right, so it's crazy. I mean, um, I got this one for you guys. Uh, Tampa. This will be the fourth time that Tampa and Montreal have met in the playoffs. Right. Uh, Tampa's uh, two and three, or you know, two and one. I guess uh, they won two out of the last two out of the three meetings. Uh, Tampa won in two thousand four and two thousand fifteen. Uh, the Habs won in twenty fourteen. Uh, the last series, obviously, last twenty fifteen. Tampa won in six games, four to two. If you remember that series, Joe and Biggie. Tampa was up three nothing in that series. Yep, 
And and I always say that this lightning run started in 2014 when they got swept by the by Montreal. So wouldn't it just be fitting for them to come full circle to sweep Montreal in the Stanley Cup Finals? I don't think that's how it's going to go, but it would be kind of fitting. It would it would, it would make me smile. <laughs> of course, it's a good story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the biggest factors we talked about it before the show started. Uh, one of the biggest factors it's going to be is uh, is going to be the power play killing of Montreal versus the power play offense of Tampa. Um, Joe, you go first. Wh- which one? Uh, which one do you think prevails? I just I can't go against the Lightning with this one. Their power play is so, you know, it's one of the top in the league, if not the best. But not just that; it's also. I don't think Montreal has seen a power play like this yet this playoffs. Um, they're, they're, now Montreal's penalty kills good, but the the Lightning power play is just top notch it's one of the best we've ever seen and not so the key to montreal here is they got to stay out of the box and that's a big thing here in the finals is will the refs swallow the whistle or call everything we don't know now there's been a lot of talk about the refs in these players for some egregious calls that they missed against like against montreal one that sticks out is Corey perry getting his wig split <laughs> and in the overtime, and they even call it. But you got to think the refs are going to look for that. Now it's going to be nasty because these teams know each other and they don't like each other. Remember, this is a divisional opponent, not this year, but previous years. So there's going to be bad blood here in this series. So I, I'm interested to see what the refs call. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, as Joe said. It's the I, lightning power play. I mean, they're 37.7%, so let's just call it 38, right? They're at 38% on the power play. That's ridiculous for a postseason. Usually, championship teams are about that 22, 23% in the playoffs because so much so much teams are so committed to the pa- you know, penalty kill and they lock down. And your point, these are great teams in the playoffs, right? The I, I believe that the half streak of kills are going to going to end in this series, obviously. But if the Habs can play, which the Montreal Canadiens, by the way, their nickname is the Habs, just, just if you're not catching on to that, <laughs> um, <laughs> if they if they can win the win the the fourth aspect of the game, which is the special teams, penalty, the power play penalty kill, if they can win that. There's a good chance they can win this series and bring Canada its first Stanley Cup since '93, or is it '92? '93. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. All right. So that's gonna. Yeah, I think that's gonna be one of the biggest matchups of all. But uh, power plays aren't really gonna be that significant if they keep letting them play, though. I mean, like we said, that you know, a lot of a lot of penalties haven't been called this playoffs. Do you think there's gonna be a lot of power play in this in the finals, or they're gonna crack down on the penalties a little bit? I, the penalties will be called in the series, but I don't. I still don't. I still think they're going to let them skate it out. I, I don't. I don't. It's gonna. It's gonna be something ridiculous. Be called. Hopefully, there's not a cross checking in the back into a goalie in this series, or a, a dude getting smacked in the face with a, a, a stick. Yeah. But you know, I mean, if you're gonna, if you trip a guy, most likely they're going to call it. So I did. I know John Cooper did say today, though. Uh, I was listening to his press conference at. Uh, with Matt press conference, a little interview. He said that he w- he hopes that Montreal will allow more fans into the Bell Center because 
Bell Center, man, and when that when that's packed and they're in the playoffs, it's loud. It, it puts shame to the Coliseum. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the I, Bell the Bell Center and probably I want to think it's the United Center in Chicago. Those are probably the two loudest arenas. Yeah, and Madison Square Garden, obviously, because Madison Square Garden is always loud. But yeah, the Bell the Bell Center. I'm hoping a lot of fans will be in there for the Bell Center because it's gonna be loud. I'm thinking the same thing, but I'm pretty sure the Canadian government's not gonna allow it. Which yeah. I really dumb because if you see how they are outside the arena, yeah. they gotta be like fifteen thousand deep or something crazy like that. It looks yeah, more risk outdoors than indoors. Yeah, it's insane. You know what? It's crazy. Joe, you go to the games. There's fans outside of Amelie Arena. They sell tickets to that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They are. They're, they not only are people in the arena. So you, what do we? I think they're going one hundred percent this series. By the way, I think so. It's gonna be a full one hundred percent capacity for the first time. Because I think last series it was like ninety-two percent or something like that, yeah. some stupid. So you got that, and then some empty. They covered some sections. They covered off. Yeah. So then you're talking about this. This, you know. So they saw they have that, you know, inside, and then on outside, there's probably a good thousand fans just sitting out there, and the people walking by, and it just it turns into a big old party out there, and that's what it looked like in Montreal. Is that it looked like they had fifteen to twenty thousand people just sitting there staring at a screen. So. More tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those those tickets prices are going high in Emily. Right, nah, now, right now, if you want to go to the game one, there's a couple of tickets on Ticketmaster before fees, three ten twenty five a piece. Okay. So yes. if listening, if you want to go buy tickets real quick before the game tomorrow, there's a couple of non resale tickets, but actually from the team. There's two left. <laughs> I I know I'm I know I'm not the host or anything. This is more sounds like a host for for Biggie, his things. I say we have a game three watch party, but that's just me. I'm, I just, I'm just saying. I'm sure we can find a nice bar to go watch the game at, and we can probably live stream it or something. But that's just me. Definitely something we could talk about. <laughs> um, all right, so we got two more things to go over. Uh, the main thing, which is this, is the biggest one. Uh, Joe, we'll start with you. Who's winning the series? I got the Lightning in five games. I think the Lightning win the first two. Montreal gets their coach back in game three. Get a great game from Price. Montreal wins it. Then the Lightning win the next two. And I think it's a wrap. Okay. Devin? I have Tampa in five. Also, I want to see them win it on home ice. I have Tampa winning the first three, losing game four in overtime. And then all for Vassy to kind of seal it up for game five. Okay. I like it. Great analysis, guys. You guys are on the ball the whole time. All right, guys. So one of the last questions, we got two more things to talk about because I forgot about X-Factor, actually. Um, <laughs> Devin, we'll start with you. Who, who's your X-Factor of the series? I mean, easy one you could say. Uh, the easy one you could always say Vassy or Point. I got one for you that, that's going to throw one out way out there. It's Anthony Sorelli. I believe Anthony Sorelli. And then I asked, I'm going to do it with, I'm going to do a two part one. I've got Kalorn and Anthony Sorelli are my two that I think are going to be the the guys yeah. that are going to be the driving force of the series. Just just a feeling I got, man, just from watching them play lately. Just feel like they're just playing at such a high level. And I, the top lines are obviously going to be are, are going to play each other tough, but I think Sorelli and Kalorn are going to be the guys that are going to uh, be the, the game changers in this series. Okay. Uh, those are two names I didn't expect, and I don't think Joseph did either, but 
Uh, Joe, who's your X Factors? He actually took one of them, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with McDonough this series. I think he's going to have a big series. Him and Sergeyev are going to be the two defensemen. I think going to have really big series this series. And for Montreal, I got to think uh, Philip Deneau is going to have a big series for them. He has to shut down the centers. So I see him having a big series if they even want a chance to win the series. He's going to be the X Factor. He won't score probably, but his defense alone is going to keep that team in the game. Okay. All right. I like it. Yeah, you're definitely a good analysis in the center aspect. So it's going to be big for him to play. Um, all right. Last thing I wanted to bring up real quick, uh, just a little side piece that came out this week. Uh, wanted to go over it with you guys. Uh, I think it was Alec Martinez who yeah. actually came out and uh, for Vegas and, and officially said that he's been playing through the playoffs with a broken foot. Um, and I wanted you guys to take on – yeah, I, you know, hockey players, obviously, they play through a lot. But I wanted you to take – do you think that it's smart for a player to play through such an injury and it doesn't affect his team? Well, I'm going I'm to go first. Sorry, Joe. Um, I, yeah, I'm sure all year his, his, question, his first question to his teammates is, don't touch my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking Percocets? Where <laughs> straight up, I think that those are the questions. But I mean, yeah, that was quoted. That, that curse word was quoted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's from a movie, guys. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so no, I yes, and I guess is he bigger asset to? The, him being on the ice, so I guess that's the question. But here's my question: Is that if he took a slap shot off his foot, whew, that's the pain that I'm thinking. I think. I think I don't think it hurt the team that much. I mean, they still lost, but I, it wasn't because of him. Yeah, it wasn't because of him. I just. So your uh, four players playing through it, even though yeah, come on, a broken foot. Uh, serious. Like 2015, Tyler Johnson played through a broken wrist. In the finals. Yeah, but look at Tyler Johnson's career after that, though. That ruined yeah. his career playing with that. He hasn't yeah. been the Yeah, it doesn't help that he's on the Now, team. for most guys it's... playing with that, it's, it's worth But you know what, though? If you win the cup, it don't matter. But That's the it. problem with in Johnson's case and Alec Martinez's case is they didn't win the cup. So it wasn't worth it? Nah, you lost. But if you win, it's, it's, it's definitely worth it. So, you know, it's just risk-reward. I mean, playing through an injured wrist is one thing because obviously, you know, you know, you're holding the stick, you're turning a little bit. I get that, but a broken foot, you're skating like it, that. That's it's, one it's, of your main points of playing, though, isn't it? No, but playing with a broken wrist, you have to shoot the puck. Yeah, you can't I mean, touch the wrist. How are you going to shoot or pass the puck? All right, so it's a broken foot, though. Like, is it like where is the the break at? That's what I want to know. Is it a hairline break or is it like a full on break? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to like. I mean, school, I mean, so let's I say, like, <laughs> like. I mean, if it's a, if it's what they call a hairline break, then I'm like, okay, you know what? He could play through it. But you got to remember now, Tyler Johnson. Well, you probably don't remember Biggie because you hated the Lightning back then. But so Tyler Johnson was probably the best at faceoffs for the Lightning that year. Like he was phenomenal. He got hurt, and I think it was game one. He got hurt, and he didn't play. He wasn't the guy taking the faceoffs anymore in that series. And Jonathan Tays crushed him. <laughs> Jonathan Tays is probably the most phenomenal guy in the league when it comes to uh winning face off battle or face offs. Yeah. 
It yeah, just, he's no slouch against the hundred percent guy, let alone. But like in game this. one, Tyler Johnson was winning the winning those battles. It was like 50-50. and then after once he got hurt, like Steven Stamkos had no like. Let's be real, Steven Stamkos isn't the best in the faceoff. He's getting better at it, but he's still not the best. Uh, <laughs> he's he's a he's a scorer, bro. But hey, real quick, while we're on the subject of Taze, I kind of want to wish him to get well soon. I've heard some rumors about what's wrong with him, and I really hope it's not what it is. And if What's it is, rumors? I just hope he's okay. Because rumors like friends. What's the rumors? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to put this on the, but I've heard reports that he has ALS. Oh, that sucks. You heard it here first. That's our quick. I, I really, I you really didn't thought, hear it here really, first because I, really I heard it from a reporter. Say, I, I heard it from a reporter. Like, like CTE or something like that, man. Nah, because they, they, it's so mystery, and the way he went out, they that. These guys are saying that it might be that. So I'm just praying it's not because he's a good-ass player and doesn't deserve that. I, I, I know we have an off-season, schedule, or off-season show coming up and we can ask these questions. But I, I want to ask this to you, Joe, just real quick, nothing crazy. Do you think if, if John Tays can't go and he ends up going, you know, you know, retires or whatever, do you think that they move Patrick Kane and do a complete rebuild? Nobody's going to take that contract. Someone will take that contract. The, no, you'll have to pay part of it if you want to get rid of them. Oh, which I, I can see that. Or you can do something. I don't know if they still have the exemption, like the Lightning did with Lecavier. Yeah, they might be. I mean, I don't know if they still have it, but if they do, they can use it on him. But you, but you could see them doing a complete rebuild and just. Oh, of course. But yeah. you know what, though, the way they started out this season, it gives them hope. So I'm not going to say no to that because. They showed that they can do it, and they were in. You know, they had a pretty tough division they played in. You had they played the Lightning, they played the Panthers, they played Carolina, and Nashville. Top teams in the East, and they held their. I mean, Nashville's in. They're all right. They're average. They are. Any and any of the year, they're they're like a they're one of the top seeds in the West. So, so, so it was a tough division. So, in shape of poor Detroit, but (laughs) (laughs) hey, they're getting better though. Let's be. Iceland's building a team there, and people don't realize how well that team is there. I, I'm sorry, Biggie. I know we're getting like way off track here, but I don't know. You're good. <laughs> we have a half hour to fill, so there you go. <laughs> oh, we're past that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at 30, 33 minutes, actually, so plus minus the break. Um, but all right, so yeah, that's our episode for this week. We want to at least make sure we got it in before the Stanley Cup started. So uh, Devin, Joe, I really appreciate everything. You guys have been awesome. All you know, the past couple episodes, the last episode was phenomenal. You guys nailed it on point. So, uh, great job. And um, I, I do want to wish well wishes to Nick. Um, I know he he had that reconstructive surgery. Um, oh, no. So I, I, I just I just want to wish him <laughs> well, and I, I hope I hope the recovery process is going well for him. And you know, we hope to hear from him soon. Hopefully, we'll hear from him soon for sure. <laughs> Uh, well, everybody, uh, don't you know? Don't forget to listen to the podcast, to all of our episodes. We also have the, uh, a couple other podcasts on assistedsports.com. We'll go ahead and see what, uh, we'll have our predictions up for the NHL as well. Um, but yeah, uh, we definitely look forward to seeing you next week, and uh, we appreciate everything. Thanks, guys. Peace go, out. Go Bolts! Go Lightning!